I'm Thomas Gideon, and this is the audio diary of a peculiar character. In it, I share thoughts about food, drink, beer, travel, music, and life in general in five-minute segments. You can read more at the companion site of A Peculiar Character at peculiarcharacter.com. At my desk at work, I have a little bit of whiteboard. We did a remodel recently, just kind of a refresh of the space. One of the nice things they did is got us uh, electronic standing desks. At my prior job, I had a mechanical conversion kit uh, sitting on top of a, a desk to raise up my computer monitor, keyboard, and mouse. I like that because it didn't force me to stand all day, but it gave me more options than sitting all day, so I could be much more dynamic posture-wise throughout the day. The electric one obviously makes that far simpler. Everything's also integrated. It's got three pre-programmed heights, so I can very quickly go from sitting to a comfortable ergonomic standing position and back again. The downside to the space before the refresh and after is it's really a large open seating plan. I get why businesses are doing that now. It's definitely popular out in Silicon Valley. We're fed lines about how much more productive it is, open to collaboration, et cetera, et cetera. That's all well and good, but I think it's actually about getting more value for, per square foot of real estate, to be perfectly honest. This refresh, we actually managed to squeeze in a few more desks after it than before. And it's admittedly only a single data point, but I tend to view that as bolstering my view that this is more about value per dollar. I don't like it because I see a large part of what I do as a technologist involving flow. And those open spaces, especially when not designed well, tend to be disruptive to that state of mind. On the other hand, this space is what it is, and I don't think it's great for me to unconstructively complain about it, so I try to make the best of it. I was very grateful to actually have my feedback sought out as perhaps a, a unrepresented or, or lesser minority in our uh, folks who work in this space. As such, they actually did a pretty good job of, I think, trying to balance that openness to collaboration with the ability to uh, craft a little bit of quiet within that. We have a pretty neat advanced noise suppression system throughout the space that makes conversations maybe not as muted as you might think, but they certainly don't carry from one end to the other like they used to before that was installed. And that's where the whiteboards come in. Optionally, you can have partitions on either side of your standing desk. They go up and down with it as you adjust its height. And the covering on that, just to make them of greater utility beyond just the ability to block out peripheral vision and maybe enhance focus a bit, is whiteboard. So you, know, you can draw, diagram, take note of things. They're also magnetic, so, so you could pin things up either temporarily or long term. I kind of struggled at first how to use that whiteboard space. It's really too small to do any kind of intensive diagramming. I get that it's more maintainable. It's less likely to date than a fabric covering. And then I remembered I had made up these uh, maybe half page uh, magnets of Franklin's 13 virtues. I had originally stuck them on my uh, rolling cabinet, which isn't really convenient. That whiteboard is right at eye level. It's right there in my immediate visual field. It's a great place to put it in terms of being able to just refresh myself week to week on what it is that I'm working on. I've been skeptical of the, the virtue diaries that I've seen online and Franklin's supposed practice of sort of rating himself throughout the day on all 13 at once. Uh, but I have to say 
with the whiteboard there, it was very easy a few weeks ago to just put uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, right down underneath that poster where I've got that hung up and just put a simple check, an X, or, or maybe a, a, a dash uh, for something in between a, a purely good day and uh, a more challenging day. Given my skepticism, I was actually surprised that after three weeks of doing this, it really has helped me be a lot more mindful about the virtue of the week. It's a lot simpler than trying to track all 13 at once, and I think it's much more closely harnessed to something I talked about in one of my last updates about my uh, thinking about and observance of these virtues, that doing it more week by week, one at a time, is, is more manageable and still has a good deal of value. This journaling, even if it's ephemeral, I just wipe out the marks at the end of the week in preparation for the next week, it still does something in terms of it's not just sitting down and rereading the virtue and thinking about it, but some sort of nudge, very transparent to myself about, well, I had a more challenging day yesterday. Can I do better today? Ooh, I have a streak going of three days where I feel I've done very strongly on resolve, doing things that I set out to do. Can I keep that going? Can I make it a solid five days? The virtues that I have been tracking were uh, silence, um, resolve, and order. And order and resolve in particular ones that I haven't struggled with in the past, uh, I was really surprised that it seemed to bring things into much sharper focus in areas that I already feel that I'm strong. So I think I'll continue doing this for the time being. And as new insights occur to me in terms of both this new sort of way of lightweight journaling of the virtues and the virtues themselves, of course. I'll bring those into the entries and share that with all of you. I would like to thank the Internet Archive for media hosting and bandwidth. The views expressed on this program are my own and where applicable those of my guests and in no way reflect those of my employer or anyone else. This show is produced from 100% recycled bits. Except where noted, permission to recycle those further is granted under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 United States license. That means you're free to change this show as much as you like as long as you don't alter credits and you share your changes under the same license. Theme music is Slow Burn by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0.